Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute provides educators access to nonfiction 9-11 resources for K-12, first-person curriculum with video, Discovering Heroes book series for kids, and a speaker's bureau with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. A high-tech 83-foot tractor trailer that transforms into an interactive museum with artifacts and Russell F. Siller Memorial Scholarships for exemplary high school students of program recipients preparing for college. Never forget, donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's a good day to be Kendrick, y'all, after about, ooh, I don't know, six days of not having working AC, my air conditioning is finally working. The man had to leave my house on four separate occasions and come back and start fixing it over the past six damn days, but that's okay because it's working. And you know what? I'm appreciative because my fan was working the whole time, okay, so I didn't die I was, you know, it was it was a little musty in this motherfucker, but that's okay. I smell good now. You know, I got on my my uh, artisanal uh, shower oils and all those kind of things. Okay, that's not why you came here. You know what? This has been a good ride. Just like the What If comics, the What If TV series really kind of it gave me what I needed. I liked it. It wasn't, you know. Uh, a, a staple in the MCU is something that, you know, just like the, uh, the Star Wars cartoons and stuff, it's something to get us by. It's what we'd like to see. Okay. You know, us animation fans, it'll make it do what it do. And let's go ahead and talk about it. We finally gotten that final episode of What If, and we've gotten a nice little, no, we haven't. I was about to say a nice little bow. I don't want to lie to y'all. It might be a million questions we still have. I don't really know, but you know what? Let's go ahead and jump into it. This is your scripted episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2 the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me.
tell you about Jesus. Tell you about Jesus. Y'all, I got working air conditioning. I don't know what to do with myself, okay? I'm just walking around here just j- just cool. I'm just walking around here just just replenished. I'm feeling good. I just don't know how to, you know, I don't I don't know how to handle this right now. It's like I've forgotten what AC felt like. I don't know how to act no more, okay? I don't know how to act, okay? It's just feeling good in this house. I took a little nap, damn near woke up with a headache because I've forgotten what it feels like to go to sleep in the damn cool. It's just it's amazing, y'all. Thank y'all for checking on me. Y'all have been checking on me all week on Instagram and I appreciate it, okay? I really appreciate it because I didn't think I was going to make it, okay? As the rappers say, might won't make it, all right? I didn't know if I was, but look at God. He pulled me through. If he could do it for me, he can do it for you, okay? (laughs) About that. How does my sound sound? That probably sounds like a weird sentence. How does my sound sound? I'm using my backup microphone today. See, I use condenser microphones only. So, like, I use, like phantom power and you know it gotta go through the thing and then click and i gotta you know figure out the button flick it flick it i gotta figure all that shit out but i figures it out okay and i'm using my backup see i use this brand of mics called uh the neat like what is it neat bees or whatever it is but like i usually use the king mic which is huge it's a tall microphone condenser solid it's like you know solid but my backup it's like the small, same mic, but just a smaller version. So I'm using that for the first time. I felt like, I felt like a fraud, you know? I felt like, you know, I wasn't a real podcaster, you know? Because I never had a back, backup microphone. I was just like, you know what? If I happen, you know, to, you know, go down, then I'm just going to have to take a break, okay? I'm not going to have no backup mic. I'm just going to have to, you know, make it do what it do. But then I was like, well, you know, if I do want to make a career out of this one day, you know, talking for a damn living, I got to be prepared. You know, if Oprah want me to come on and talk about Marvel or something, want me to come on and talk about the housewives, and then suddenly my microphone go down, that's some unprofessional shit. I should have two or three in the background just waiting for the Oprah call, okay? I don't know why Oprah is the pinnacle here, but you know what I mean. If Beyonce called me and, you know, say I need you to do the uh, the background vocals on the new version of uh, Let's Start Over, that's my favorite Beyonce song. If I've never told y'all, I feel like I've told y'all probably like six or seven times, but that's okay i love the damn song and i need her to let me be on the remix okay i mean it came out like a decade ago but that's 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 okay we you know they they making up their own rules and music now it's a lawless land nothing makes sense that's okay i finally have a backup microphone it came this week so i said you know what let me try it out you notice i waited till the uh the what if episode instead of reality episode. <laughs> I need to see how this shit go. Okay. You know that the reality episode is my money maker. Y'all fuck with this one too. But that, that reality one, it shocks me sometimes with how many downloads it gets. The what if one, you know, I can usually expect like, okay, they, you know, they, 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 they still coming on to the Marvel train. That's okay. That's all right. You know, it adds to the numbers. Okay. It does what it needs to do and not a damn thing more. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, let me try it out on this one. Okay. Y'all, I'm really, really, really enjoying the superhero, I was about to say Marvel, but superhero media that we're getting right now. 
So what if is now over? You know, it's been like my weekly thing along with Titans. Titans is about to wind down. It's, you know, I think we only have like, shit, I don't even know. One or two episodes left, maybe. So I'm enjoying the hell out of Titans. Titans this season on uh, HBO Max. Letting HBO Max, like, get the hold of all the DC stuff was the best thing they could have ever done. Amazing. Love it. Thanks, sweetie. You're doing amazing. Love it on there. I haven't yet started Doom Patrol. I still want to go back to the beginning. See, I almost kind of want to wait till maybe till we've gotten all episodes of season three, this new season. And then I want to start from the beginning because I fell off somewhere. Not that it wasn't good because I did love Doom Patrol. I just fell off. I'm one of them people. Listen, you know how we all just like collectively missed an episode of Empire on Fox and we just never got caught up. It's kind of like that situation. I, I'm one of those people, like, if I miss too many episodes, it's like, oh, girl, you might as well take this off the DVR. I'm never going back. It's like, it got to be a certain kind of show. But if it's a certain kind of show, I'm probably not going to miss it anyway. I'm just saying. But Doom Patrol, I really like Doom Patrol. I'm going to go back and watch it. I'm going to get into it. I'm going to do the things, okay? Since What If is going off, though, and Titans is about to go off, too, I've been thinking, like, okay, you know, I watch this certain stuff during the day, but I've been really wanting to kind of rewatch some stuff. And the two things that I've been really wanting to rewatch, just because they never get old to me, The Boys on Amazon and Umbrella Academy on Netflix. I just love those two things, like, as far as TV shows go. I've also been thinking about cranking through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now, I've told y'all, I've admitted this before, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a blind spot for me. I just never, you know, I, I never saw it for the girls. <laughs> I never saw it for the girls, okay? But I'm going to get into it, I feel. Maybe I'll start that instead, okay? Maybe I'll just talk myself into it. I can't be out here with a whole, like, blank knot, especially, like, the multiverse is being opened up wide. Like, bust it, o- bu- bust it open, bust it wide. Hey, bust it open, bust it wide. It's, it's getting bust wide open, so I've got to kind of, I got to feel that gap of in my knowledge of Marvel stuff. Like, I know enough about Agents of Seal. Like, I know the references and the characters and all that. But I've never seen it all the way from, like, all six, seven, eight seasons, however many damn seasons it is. And, you know, they say in the middle it get kind of, you know, schnackatash, schnackatash. So, I had to figure that out. You know, I can't get bored in no damn... Listen, shows that have... that are, like, an hour long and have, like, 30 episodes a season stress me the hell out. I've told y'all numerous times on this podcast, I love a miniseries, okay? <laughs> give me seven episodes and get the hell on. I love that. Give me seven episodes. I want to put that on the shirt. Give me seven episodes and get the fuck out of my face. That's what I like. Give me six, seven, you going on. T- give me a little Midnight Mass. Give me a little uh, Mayor of Easttown. Give me a little piece of uh, the uh, Undoing. You know, I, li- I like a miniseries, okay? I feel like we don't do enough superhero miniseries. Like, let's do them. I mean, I know these Disney Plus shows are kind of like miniseries, but then they getting season twos and stuff too. So y'all, okay, now y'all y'all doing too much now. But that's okay. I'll take whatever I can get. I love everything. I, I want all of the medias. But maybe I just talk myself into it. Maybe I'll go back because I actually rewatched 
Captain Carter recently, and I loved me some Captain Carter. I don't know why she didn't, uh, not Captain Carter, child. Look, I'm thinking about what if. Maybe I need to just start talking about it because I was getting into that damn what if. I'm talking about uh, Agent Carter. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I randomly rewatched that recently. I think it was because my friend Nella over at the Fix My Life podcast, who does those live amazing tarot readings on Wednesday nights, she recently rewatched it. It kind of made me like talking to her about it. I was like, ooh. Let me get back into, you know, Agent Carter. So I did that. I'm just rambling at this point, but y'all, I got AC and I'm just, <laughs> it all comes back to air conditioning. I'm feeling good. Those were the worst six days of my life. Y'all don't know. I hate, I hate being without heat. I mean, without air. Okay. The heat is never my friend. Plus I live in the South too. So it's like double heat. It'd be some bullshit. I'm just saying. So I'm feeling good. You know, I think I just talked myself into maybe, but I kind of want to watch season two of Umbrella Academy. I'll do that instead. I don't know. You, you, damn it. I'll show y'all in the stories. You know, on Instagram, follow me at Reality Comics 2, T-O-O. Follow me. You'll see what I'm watching. You know, I was going through a Love Island phase for a long time. I want to get back into Love Island because I've been kind of neglecting it. I'll do that at some point, though. But I'm in a superhero kind of groove right now. Maybe because all the superhero movies and the theater experiences we've been getting. And I I told y'all about Venom recently. You know, it's just all that kind of... You know, it's feeling good. So, you know what? Without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the finale. The final episode of season one. Season one, it should have been one more episode to this season, by the way, <laughs> nine episodes. But anyway, we'll talk about that later on. Let's get into the finale of What If. Before I get too deep off into it, let me throw it over to my guy, Nick, over there in California. He had some thoughts. He would look, he told me he was, he was like, I'm look, I'm in the car. I'm recording this, but I had some thoughts. I just needed to get out, you know, off my chest. Okay. I had to, you know, you, okay. I heard I had to say it with my chest. He had to get some stuff off his chest about this finale. He loved it. He thinks he loved it. He don't know if he loved it. You know, he just, he had some things to say. Okay. So let me throw it over to Nick to say a couple of things. Okay. Hello, Nick. Kendrick, what did I just watch? They shoehorn so many things into 27 minutes. And that's with them skipping a whole episode and just saying, yep, Gamora has on Thanos' outfit and Tony's in a weird Iron Man suit. And then a lot of things happened with Killmonger. The magic was cool, though. And they gave us kind of a question mark at the end? I don't know. I feel like they had a lot of loose ends it was still really cool i don't know feeling a lot of ways bye okay so boom check it okay remember last week ultron with all of the infinity stones had ran uatu the watcher's ass into the mirror dimension scared for his life okay We've seen different stories throughout the season with different heroes, you know, ones that we don't necessarily always see in the forefront. Though we've gotten some, you know, some one-offs like with Doctor Strange. We've gotten, you know, like the Avengers all getting killed. You know, we've gotten a couple of different stories. So, like, we we were typically seeing ones that weren't in the forefront so, like, we kind of knew that this was all leading up to, like, a finale where we were going to get kind of, like, a new Avengers team-up. We kick it off with a new version of Captain America 2, a.k.a. Winter Soldier, 
But instead of Steve Rogers, it's the first new hero that we met in the series, Captain Carter. It's almost a bar-for-bar remake, except it's Peggy instead of Steve. It's Bernard in accounting instead of the girl, like, you know, with the lip piercing that uh, wanted Steve or Christine from statistics or even Sharon Carter, old lying ass. And we get an interruption by the Watcher. She has been chosen, okay? We see this play out with all the other heroes too. T'Challa is chosen after he rescues Peter Quill. Gamora is chosen over Tony Stark, Iron Man. And she's referred to as the survivor of Sakaar and destroyer of Thanos. See, side note, I think we're gonna, oh boy. I think we're going to see this story in season two. Why? I don't fucking know. But it was supposed to be in season one, but, you know, something happened. I keep hearing something happened with coronavirus, you know, something. I don't know what happened, but they weren't able to tell that story just yet. So that, I'm guessing in episode, you know, in season two, that's when we're going to find out how she got the armor and how, why the hell she's with Tony Stark and why she with Peter Dinklage ass, you know, we got to find all of that, but I guess that'll be later on. I'm going to touch on this a little bit more at the end of the episode too. Tony, by, by the way, Tony ass still talking about, I want to put an armor around the world. Tony, hang it up. Flat screen plasma. Okay. Ain't nobody putting no damn armor around the world. Hang it up, Tony. We also see Pepper and Shuri and Adora Milaje. They're running to arrest Killmonger because he's been chosen too. Side note, if you pay attention to this scene, it's important to note the background. See, remember, Killmonger in this universe, at least, he's the new Black Panther. And Wakanda is kind of like under his tutelage, under his tutelage, under his authority, his power. And he is literally like... Wakanda is in ruins, like it's on fire. Hurt, Merc put him in the dirt. Dingy, dirty, dusty, as Mariah says. <laughs> so it seems like, you know, Killmonger was, he was, you know, what the fuck we needed. But according to Marvel, his way leads to destruction. Now, see, if we want to unpack this, like, in the blackest possible way, we can do that. But, child, you know what? Uh, let me not, because that'll be a, that, that's a whole episode right there. I don't, I don't, I don't have the the bandwidth to get into that right now. Okay. We then get a hilarious clip of Thor like fucking up the ult, the Ultron Hive in Las Vegas because remember that's where most of his episode took place up until you know uh, him and Carol Danvers were whooping each other's ass because he's blaming them for whatever happened to Lady Thor, you know, uh, Natalie Portman's character. Child, why I forget the lady name? I forgot what happened in the damn episode. I'm not going to lie. That was probably my least favorite episode of the season. Won't lie. I mean, I liked it. My favorite part of the, like, the episode was him and Carol Danvers fighting because I'd love to see two super overpowered characters fight in the MCU, and I think they can give us the matchup we need. We haven't gotten it yet because, remember, I like her. That's what he said in Endgame, so probably won't see that for a while, whatever. The Watcher is basically doing what Nick Fury did over a few years and gathering his own little squad, which would make sense as a good strategy since he's literally firsthand seen this strategy work across multiple universes, so it makes sense. Once Uatu grabs him and he starts screaming like his ass was doing in Ragnarok when the, uh, the, the collect, not the collector, who is it? The, uh, 
Y'all know the damn man, Jeffrey Goldblum. <laughs> when he uh was bringing him to his list, you know, he got to the garbage plant. I'm so dead. Look, I'm, I'm just happy I got AC, okay? Leave me alone. Once Uatu grabs him, they all appear in a pub, which is kind of like a facade created by Doctor Strange. Like, they're actually in the mirror dimension or whatever, but it kind of puts them at ease because, remember, that was like the setting of the first episode of Captain Carter. The Watcher appears and then tells them that they've been chosen for a dangerous but necessary mission. He searched for a team, not just for one hero. He searched for a team, and to not just save one universe but all of the universes, okay? And then, that's when he calls them, dun dun dun, dun the Guardians of the Multiverse. Thor doesn't believe him, and he thinks that, you know, it's one of Loki's tricks, so he's like, ah, whatever, 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 I'm gone, forget all this, Loki ain't getting me this time, he already, you know, transformed to a snake, I picked it up, he screamed, yeah, you know, he, he, he ain't with the shit today, okay? So he tries to go out of the door and leave, but remember, they're in that little pocket universe that Doctor Strange is in, the little uh, mirror dimension. He opened that door and he almost gets sucked into oblivion, which prompts Peggy to speak for everybody. And she's like, you know what? We in, okay? Then tell us what we need to do. We about it. He tells them about Ultron, who, you know, who had either like wiped out all of the other worlds or he was headed to wipe out their world. Because remember, Peggy, she was sitting pretty. She was just about to beat Betrock the Leaper's ass, and then she was about to go on about her business. The other people, you know, Natasha, Black Widow, she's not there, but remember, she's the only person on her damn planet right now. So she, you know, different universes are experiencing different things right now, but one thing is for certain, he's going to make his way to all of them. The plan that they concoct, separate Ultron's body from the stones. As they're strategizing, we see Gamora had a device called the Infinity Crusher, which was designed to kind of kind of disintegrate every single one of the Infinity Stones, turn it into Dustington, okay? Dustington. As they're waiting for Ultron to finally make his appearance, Captain Carter and Doctor Strange are actually, they're like comparing universes, and he lets it be known that in his universe, there is a Captain America, not a Captain Carter, because Steve actually did get the serum and didn't get his ass shot. He also lets it be known that just like her, love messed him up, because remember, he he was doing all let to say Christine ass, I don't know why, but child, I guess. And that's why he had those tentacles, because those tentacles came out while he was talking to her, and he tried to, you know, play it off. Like, no, you, wait a minute, go back to that. What What was that? What was that in your pocket? What, <laughs> what was it you had? What, what was that? Well, no, it was something in your pocket. It was, what was that? He trying to play off them tentacles, like, no, yeah, I need you to tell me what the fuck going on. The fuck love, I keep telling y'all. Y'all keep marrying for love, I guess. Anyway... <laughs> They toast using liquor. Uh, Doctor Strange kind of like conjured up out of nowhere. See, whew, now that's a talent I would love to have. I rem- I've gone to like events and like stuff where, you know, you think you're about to go in. I know this sounds so lowbrow of me. <laughs> but you go like in the mindset, you know, you've had like a long week at work. you like, damn, I'm, I'm ready to have a good time. I'm ready to get fucked. Uh, you know, I'm ready to just, you know, let loose, uh, throw my hair to the wind with my bald-headed ass, and I'm ready to have a good time. You get there, all they got, they got, like, just 
Oh, there's some cheap ass, you know, wine that not even the cheap wine that just gets you drunk and go straight to your head. Like get damn near des- dessert wine, like Kool Aid almost. You like this? All y'all got? Y'all ain't? I thought I, <laughs> y'all ain't got no kettle one or no. Dang, no Hennessy, no hen dog at dog. Y'all ain't got none of that. Really? I got to drink this little apple spritz and just call it a day? You know what? I hate it here. On cue, Ultron pops up and Doctor Strange casts a protection spell for everybody. Shout out to Agatha Harkness from WandaVision. WandaVision, WandaVision. See if y'all did y'all rewatches, your WandaVision rewatches as much as I do. Y'all would know about the basic protection spell, even though Doctor Strange casts them all the time, but we just go pretend like he doesn't, okay? Thor goes off script, and he tries to strike Ultron with lightning like he damn Storm, while yelling, Viva Las Vegas! Like he on damn uh, The Hangover. <laughs> but Ultron uses the stones and, like, turns everything into crumble underneath them. But remember, basic protection spell, okay? The battle begins... And one cool thing, like, that I love seeing in this episode was all of the Mjolnir's, I always have trouble saying that, Mjolnir's, all the Thor's hammers, damn it, flying around everywhere, obviously being used, and, like, hitting Ultron repeatedly flying around, being used like the way Spider-Man used uh, the hammer in the final battle in Endgame. Like, it's being used all kind of ways, and it's just cool to see. This is obviously a callback to Infinity War when Doctor Strange, like, makes a lot of copies of himself to fight Thanos. Y'all remember, he, and all the things flew around, and he used, the uh, like, the lasso, Wonder Woman's lasso <laughs> to trap uh, Thanos, but Thanos used the Infinity Stone and figured out which one was him and gooped his ass right together. Because of all the confusion, T'Challa manages to actually steal the Soul Stone, Ultron doesn't even realize it at first, but then he tries to obliterate the world, but nothing happens. Nope, because he ain't got all six Infinity Stones, okay? This is when Doctor Strange used a spell, and he brings forth all of the zombies from the previous episode to cover Ultron and give them some time to escape. But most importantly, he brought forth the toughest zombie, Wanda Maximoff. WandaVision, WandaVision. She casts energy to him, but Ultron just, he obliterates that world too, child. Poor Wanda. I don't like seeing that. Don't do my girl Wanda like that, okay? She ain't did nothing to deserve nothing. She ain't did nothing to nobody, okay? I mean, she, I mean, she did, you know, she held that town hostage because her man died, and then she did blow up that building filled with people in Captain America Civil War. Other than that, she ain't really did nothing. She ain't bothered y'all. Y'all need to quit messing with my girl like that. That's like, I now I know how the Iron Man fans feel because Tony Stark been dying in every episode of this damn show, so I get it now. Are you looking for a cheap way to support your favorite content creator? You know who I'm talking about, the content creator that you happen to be listening to now. Yes, guess what? I'm on Buy Me A Coffee, or in my case, Buy Me A Beer, okay? Go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash realitycomics2, the number two this time. Yeah, they said it was too long, yada, 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 whatever. Listen. I work hard to put out these two podcast episodes every single week to run the Instagram account, to do the polls, the stories, the uh, 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 everything else in between. 
any support that you guys give me, I always appreciate. So if you're tired of uh, me constantly soliciting uh, ratings and reviews, then just buy me a coffee. I love you for it. Mwah! The Guardians of the Multiverse wind up in the universe from the last episode and find that Black Widow, that Natasha Romanoff, okay? Luckily, her lawsuit's been settled, so she was able... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Luckily, Peggy knows a Natasha, so she tells her about herself and, you know, that she trusts her. As they begin, you know, trading pleasantries and yada, 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 Ultron appears and tries to get his stone back but boom, Doctor Strange magic, no go. Thor destroys one of Ultron's arms and truly pisses him off. And he tries to destroy that universe again. But Doctor Strange consumes all of that energy like he did in his episode. Remember, he was getting like all of the mythical creatures consuming them. And that's how he was getting enough power to channel up, you know, trying to bring back Christine. You know, that was his whole ultimate thing. Uh, Thor, yeah, Thor destroyed one of his arms. He consumed the power, yada, yada, yada. More fighting ensues, and now the strategy is don't give him any time to think. Remember, Ultron's mind is his best weapon, one of the best in the universe, clearly. Remember, that's Jarvis, that's Tony Stark, that's Bruce Banner, all rolled up in one, in Vision's body, by the way. The whole time, the Mind Stone is just like bouncing around, and Ultron manages to get it back for a quick sec, but then Doctor Strange, of course, thwarts this and basically transforms into all of the monsters that he's consumed. Peggy catches the stone, and then she gives it to Gamora to activate the Infinity Crusher. They try to use it, but it doesn't work. Well, not entirely, not entirely. This is, of course, from another universe, so the crusher that she has isn't designed to crush those Infinity Stones, but the ones in Gamora's world instead? Yeah, that shit done... Re I, you know what? I'm I'm going along with it, okay? They took a long time to tell the story, so I'm gonna just rock with them, okay? You know, I, look, I'm gonna I'm stand beside him. I'm <laughs> him being Kevin Feige, I'm gonna I'm stand beside him, I guess. I'm gonna... I'm gonna stand beside him. That's mine. Now, Ultron has all six stones again, and he tries to destroy them once again, but once again, Doctor Strange intervenes. Now, Ultron sees that Doctor Strange, he's the key to stopping them, so he exerts like this huge energy blast, and they start getting blown away. First, it's Peggy and Natasha. Thank God. This is perfect because they see Clint's arrow. You remember the one that he had like the hard drive in from the last episode. They realize that this is the perfect way to beat Ultron's uh, Windows 95 looking ass. They separate and Natasha fires the arrow from the top of the building. Bow! While Peggy jumps up at Ultron and removes his mask so that the arrow hits him directly in the eye. Pow, child. Now Ultron's system is in that body fighting Arnon Zola's system. It's a, it's a whole lot going on. Now Zola finally has a new objective to end Ultron. Obviously, Arnon's takeover works because Ultron drops from the sky and is motionless. 
I want to point out too that this brief little moment is obviously for the diehard MCU fans because what does this remind you of? It reminds you of when, remember, Avengers Age of Ultron, when Ultron consumed Jarvis. See, they had a same, like, similar kind of conversation. What are you doing? What are you doing here? Oh, I can feel you. You're eating, you know, all that kind of stuff. They were different colors, too, inside of that, all inside the system. It's all a big callback to the Marvel Cinematic Universe past, and we love to see it. Killmonger walks over to the lifeless Ultron, and he uses something to, like, absorb his armor and to absorb the Infinity Stones into that armor. They get ready to, you know, knuck and buck all over again. But Killmonger, he's actually not there to betray him. Yes, he is. But, he, you know, he's acting like he's not there to betray them. He's explaining that, you know, we can all restore all of our worlds and we can make our wishes come true. You know, like, Peggy, you can see Steve again. You know, all this kind of stuff. T'Challa doesn't go for it, though. He's like, cousin, cousin, stop. Wakanda forever. He, you know, he, he ain't with the shit. So Killmonger uses the power anyway. And surprise, Zola is alive, bitch, okay? Zola is alive. Well, as alive as a computer virus can be. You know what I'm saying. He starts absorbing the stones back from him, and then Killmonger starts absorbing them back from him. It creates like this back and forth kind of battle. They, the Infinity Stones are right between the two of them. Ooh, 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 ooh. Making all kinds, of, you know how they, the big energy blast, you know how it does. Child, Doctor Strange then realizes he has an epiphany, a little epiphany that they were never there to win, but to just separate the stones from Ultron's body. He traps Killmonger and Zola in the pocket dimension, uh, kind of similar to how he looped Dormammu's ass, but didn't kill him. All right, Steven, you gonna have to kill somebody at some point. All this outsmarting you doing, then them people are, uh, they ain't got nothing but time in the world to think of a plan and come and attack and kill all y'all asses. He agrees to, you know, keep watching them because now he's gotten them trapped in like this little pocket dimension. You know, the watcher asked him too, so he's like, okay, yeah, friend, I got you, friend. You know, I'll, I'll do that for you. I don't know why. I wouldn't agree to do it knowing them people going to come out of there and whoop my ass one day. Yay, happy ending. And the watcher tells them that once they step through that door, remember they've gone back to that that bar that Peggy was, you know, slurping and burping on Steve in. And he tells them once they walk through that door, boom, that's it. You right back to when, you know, before Ultron started fucking up the thing, okay? Peggy doesn't want to go back to her time, but he assures her that her world, they need a Captain Carter. She agrees and she nods, you know, to him. She nods to Nat and then she leaves. Nat, however, refuses to go back to her world because she has nothing to go back to. Remember, she's the only one on that planet. Clint died now, so hell, what the hell is she going to do? She can't even procreate with that wild weird child. She she was in a red room, so I guess she kicked Okay, moving on. <laughs> he accuses, you know, she accuses him of not doing anything except, you know, Nothing to help and just using them as stories and all this kind of stuff, being a voyeur, basically. And he denies and he ends up putting her in a world that's basically a world where she died. Like, that, their Black Widow no longer exists. We see Steve on top of the helicarrier fighting bad guys. Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers flying all around, fucking up the thing. Nick Fury getting threatened by Loki. She ends up stopping the Loki, though. 
and getting her happy ending along with the rest of the Guardians of the Multiverse. It's it's a it's a nice thing to see. She even has her new Nick Fury to hang out with. He know that ain't his damn uh Black Widow, but hell, he ain't picky. He'll take whoever he can get. Oh, but that ain't all, folks. See, we get finally, y'all know I've been asking for it every week. We get our first mid credit scene that's just like the end of Endgame where Peggy and Steve are reunited. I, you know, like in this world, Peggy goes back to fight Batroc the Leaper. Remember, I've been, I told y'all about him during our uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode. So go back, get you a refresher course. He was in that series a little bit, you know, a little taste of a bit. She sees Nat and embraces her, but Nat takes her to see the Hydra Stomper. See, remember in Captain America, they were there on that ship to like, not only just rescue the, the people from quote unquote shield, but Natasha was there to get that backup of Aranzola, like off the, the computer or whatever. This time on this ship, the cargo that they're carrying, it's the Hydra Stomper. Peggy is shocked. But then Natasha says, yep. And somebody's inside. So she'll get to reunite with Steve after all. Aww. Or, or, or is this a way to set up season two? I don't know. Questions. We got a whole lot of questions after this finale, but hey, it's questions are better than nothing at all. Okay. If you like this finale, then you really should. You should read the comic. It's called what if the watcher saved the universe? Very similar premise. He goes from universe to universe, collecting, you know, some of our favorite comic book heroes and foes and people assists and all kind of things. And they do a similar mission to carry it out. So go check that out if you did enjoy this. Pretty similar. And it'll kind of hold you up. Well, child, I ain't gonna tell you when season two coming. I was about to say to hold you over until the end, but child, that ain't gonna take you nothing but 10 minutes to read. So, <laughs> but still, check it out. Now, Speaking of season two, let's talk about this Gamora thing. So Gamora popped up in this final episode, just out of nowhere. She's there and it seems very, very, very out of place. And after all, like the research I've done, it appears to be because there was supposed to be, like I told y'all earlier, an additional episode. It was supposed to be 10 episodes all together. But for some odd reason, something coronavirus related, they couldn't do that episode. Apparently, the episode was supposed to be of Gamora killing Thanos and somehow winding up with, uh, oh shit, who was the, what the planet, the planet that, uh, from Ragnarok, why can I not think of the planet, uh, it's not Sakaar, it's, it's, uh, oh shit, it'll come to me, y'all know what the hell I'm talking about. But the planet where uh, Thor and uh, the Hulk had to fight, and God, why am I not remember? I'm, the, uh, the game, I, my memory right now is so bad, but y'all know what I'm talking about. She had to go there, and apparently Tony Stark, apparently, I don't know, was there because the costume he's in, I guess he didn't build the Iron Man costume. He built that, and it looks like it was made from like the tech that they have on their planet. Cause it has like all the inscriptions and stuff going all up and down it. So uh, I don't know. It was some kind of episode where she's the, known as the conqueror of Thanos. She killed Thanos in that episode. And Oh boy, I don't know. It, I hate going off of rumors, but this is apparently what it was about. I would have loved to have seen it. Cause it feels like 
this show might have been a, a, a little bit of a neater, you know, a neater bow to put on this season. Had we seen that? We didn't see it, though. So, I mean, there's not really much that I can do or say. I'd, if you want to know more about it, I guess look, you know, check out some YouTube videos. Look on Google. That's all I can tell you because it, it's a lot happened. They wind up on Nivellier <laughs> and uh, he, Tyrion Lannister's ass, is making them. Well, no. He's not making a gauntlet because in this universe, Thanos doesn't need a gauntlet because he doesn't collect the stones. So she's having him melt a gauntlet. So I don't know if that was just like a symbolic thing or I don't know. I don't know what the hell was going on, but apparently someone had him make one at some point. Now, obviously it wasn't Thanos. It was somebody else. Somebody had him make an infinity gauntlet. So someone that was going to, go around collecting the infinity stone. So that could be the number of people, I suppose, but hey, we'll never know. Cause we didn't get to see the episode now about them putting it in season two. Why the fuck would they do that? Now that doesn't make sense. If you're doing another, you know, anthology series, but they all kind of lead up to the final episode or the final two episodes. It makes no sense to still do this episode. You might as well scratch it because it's not going to do nothing. Except, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it'll call back to, I don't know. That's stupid to me. That's really stupid. Just scrap that episode, think of something new, and uh, do something else, because at this point, hang it up flat screen, it doesn't do anything to help us with the first episode. I don't It, it, it makes no sense to me. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm out these people business. Uh, I don't like y'all in my business, so I'm going to stay out they business. How about that? Y'all, that's all I got. No more what if episodes. Now I got to figure out what kind of content I'm going to give y'all. I'm reaching out to people trying to see if uh, <laughs> y'all know I'll be shooting for the stars. So I'm going to see if Chris Evans will come on the podcast. <laughs> if Chris Evans will come on the podcast next week, you know, we'll chop it up right quick. You know, give y'all a little episode, you know, a little piece, you know, a little taste. You know, that's all a little, a little yang, yang, yang around the house, you know. So expect uh, Chris Evans that week. Expect Sebastian Stan next. And then, you know, a host of, you know, real, real A-list celebrities leading up to the Eternals and leading up to Summer Walker's new album because they drop on the same day, okay? Get your life, everybody. I'll see you next time. Bye. sat through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat why don't you head on over to apple Podcasts or stitcher or Podchaser or Castbox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free need to contact me email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com make sure you follow me on instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast that's at Reality Comics 2, T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya!
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.